Yo, what is the upskis, everybody? Welcome back to yet again another episode of the GX Hockey Cast. We are on episode 8 already. Can you believe it? I have recorded so many podcasts already. Uh, you sh- I'm proud of myself. I'm a happy boy. I just got off of work yet again, so I like to... Uh, that's kind of been my routine now, is that I come home from work after, and then I record the hockey podcast and then i'll have it uploaded for you guys everybody who enjoys it and it'll be fucking there ready for you guys you bitches everybody all y'all working in the early in the mornings i'm going to bed when you're going going to work early in the morning but i'm such a great nice guy that i'm gonna leave you a nice hockey podcast to start off your wednesday so fuck yeah and uh make sure you like and follow the 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 podcast because of that because i I am staying up extra late and i should be smoking weed and and watching youtube videos and stuff and going to bed but no i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna talk hockey with you guys because fuck it's actually been a a, as good of a week a a decent week for news i must say so good so that i'm just gonna pick up my controller so good so that I don't have to do an extra gimmick for this episode. As far as I know, uh, I'm going to see how this goes. I, I wrote down a bunch of notes while I was at work. Don't tell my bosses, but I was writing down some notes for the show while I was over there and looking up some of the news that was happening this week. And it looks like I, I got down, like, jotted down quite a few things, and there were a few signs. Hi, baby. Come in here, Muffin. Hi, baby. You want to say hi to the peoples? Who's that? It's a little. All right. Sorry. That's really bad podcasting, my, my friends. But my sweet baby, my sweet kitty... She's missed me. She's missed daddy all day. He's been gone for 11 and a half hours at work, and she needs some daddy time. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we've... Uh, oh, God, she's going to knock over all my shit now because she's a cat, and that's what they do. But, um, yep, finished work, and I want to come home, uh, talk a bunch of hockey shit because there was uh, quite a handful of signings. There's some Boston Bruins things that happened that I don't like, and we're going to talk about the Bruins uh, in a little bit, even though I don't like talking about the Bruins, but it's a good topic that I think I want to talk about when it comes to the Bruins, so we'll get to that. Um, But otherwise, the only other thing I wanted to mention before we kick off here on another fantastic episode of the GX Hockey Podcast, make sure you follow on Twitter and check out the YouTube channel. We're almost done, almost done, folks, with the Resident Evil 7 uh, Let's Play that's going on over there right now. Uh, In the last episodes that I recorded, I was a little high on mushrooms, so they're probably worth checking out. I haven't watched them myself, but and uh, yeah, so uh, make sure you go check those out. Please and thank you. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. And whatnot. I've been putting out videos every single day. Uh, I'm uploading one right now as we speak. I, I Every day when I come home from work, I go straight to the PlayStation, hit that upload, this motherfucking thing, and then boom, off it goes. And then, again, you guys get a video uh, available to you as early as possible, and or possibly as late as possible. I don't know, because I usually upload shit at like 4 in the morning, because I'm a night owl. I work nights, I work at a factory, work long, heavy hours and then it's a very physically straining job so i'm quite exhausted but not exhausted enough to not talk about hockey so let's go ahead oh sorry one more thing i just wanted to say um i did say i was going to review battle of the belts 3 uh, aew i was going to do its own episode but the show was like only 50 minutes so i didn't i wasn't really and there's only three matches so i didn't really get i wasn't i have i watched it i review i put i made notes and reviewed it and everything but uh, I didn't think it was going to be good enough for its own episode. And the wrestling podcast side of this thing is doing weaker than the other ones. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but uh, so I didn't want to just throw out an extra episode. I'll just throw it all together in this weekly, in my re- weekly review on uh, Saturday. And I'll be kicking off the review with that Battle of the Belts. It was pretty damn solid. I just wish it was longer. That's all. 
Uh, I thought it was a longer event. I didn't know it was only going to be an hour, so I was a little disappointed. I thought it was supposed to be bigger than that, but it is what it is. It was still pretty decent. Basically an episode of Rampage, but you know how it is. Okay, I know you guys are probably like, can you just get to the fucking hockey? Okay, we'll get to the hockey, everybody. We'll get to the hockey. So in the last episode, we finished off with uh, the excellent signings of for the Calgary Flames. We're going to continue with another big signing for the Calgary Flames here this week, folks. So uh, you Calgary Flames fans, I hope you guys are feeling a little bit better. Uh, even though, you know, we lo- you lost Maddie Kachuk. I almost said we, but, I, you know, I, I can't really say we because I, I don't even live in Calgary. So I'm a, fl- I'm a Flames fan, but I don't live in Cl- Calgary, so I don't feel that, you know, connected with uh, the Flames fans out there. But I hope you guys are feeling better. You know, you got you got some big signings done. Uh, you got a really big signing done and potentially another big signing done. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But, yeah, so we left off with uh, the August 2nd signings and so on and so forth. So we're going to be starting on August 3rd signing. So if you didn't catch anything before that, make sure you go check out the last episode because we talked all about it. And it's really key. Okay, so here is the first signing for this week. And this is a player that I actually quite like because I picked him up in fantasy and he was fantastic. Now, the thing about me and, and players, a lot of the time, if if I if I like a particular player that isn't a Maple Leaf or a Flame, it's probably because I had them in fantasy and they performed very well for me. And uh, except for the one year that I had the perfection line, I literally managed to get Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marchant on my team at the same time. Don't ask how I did it. I just got it done. Uh, they were incredible, but I am still not like, you know, not a fan of Marchant whatsoever. And uh, Bergeron, I respect mightily. But um, yeah, don't don't cheer for him ever. No, unless he's in a Team Canada jersey. Same th- well, even with Marshawn in a Team Canada. I don't even know if he's been on Team Canada. That's a question and a half. Um, yeah, don't like the Bruins. So mm-hmm. just don't like him. What was I talking about? I forget what I was talking about. Just a little bit. Anyway, yeah, fantasy hockey. Yeah, I had the Bruins guys. It was a cool year. I don't think I won. I think my cats are fighting. <laughs> anyway, man, I'm all over the map. Okay, let's get into the signings, everybody. So, first off the bat, we're starting off with New Jersey. They re-signed Jesper Bratt, who is a player that I actually really like because he's sick. And, and he was going to arbitration trying to get more money out of the New Jersey Devils. It looks like they settled on that. They wanted to pay him like $4 million. He was asking for like five, and it looks like he won. Because last season, he put up 26 goals, 47 assists, 76 points with 197 shots. On net, that's pretty damn nice. Right, right-handed, right, right-handed shot. No, sorry, he's a right winger. Shoots left. Five ten. He's only twenty-four years old, and the guy was a steal. He was drafted in the sixth round, one hundred and sixty-second overall. God damn, good job, New Jersey. I am a fan of this player. He performed. I didn't get to watch the player, but I watched him through the eyes of my fantasy team, and he performed very, very, very well. So um, I hope that this can keeps up with uh, Jesper Bratt. It seems like, I don't know if the New Jersey Devils organization uh, is is banking on this guy not being able to do a season like that again, but I think the team is getting stronger, so, like, why not? I think he's fully capable of doing that again. And <clears throat> if he does do this again, I believe that'll take him to his, like, final year of restricted free agency. So if he pops off for, like, 85, 90 points or something crazy like that, like, New Jersey just finally explodes offensively and it starts clicking... This guy's going to cash in big time on New Jersey because they're going to have some money. And uh, if this guy turns out to be like that 85, 90 point player, point of game player, he's going to get paid like it. And uh, he's going to definitely receive a increase on the $5.45 million that he's receiving this year for one year, only one year. 
which is um, interesting because I felt like he was a very strong player. Uh, he's he's always been quite good on the New Jersey Devils. He just didn't really ever get that top six time that he that he really needed to flourish. And last season he did. And look what happened. He flourished like a beautiful sunflower. But uh, yeah, man, I think Jesper Bratt, that's a really good signing for Jersey. Like even if, let's say if he doesn't do it and he drops down to like 50 points or something, then okay, Jersey wins. The comp, the, the organization wins and they're going to re-sign him probably for somewhere around what he's making right now. Five, maybe a little under in the four range. And that's going to suck. But I think Jesper Bratt is uh, putting the chips down on the table. He's betting on himself. And I think that bet is going to pay out. What do you guys think? Are you guys a Jesper Bratt fan out there? Any Jersey fans listening to this podcast? I know it's a it's a new, relatively small blip on the map in the hockey world, in the hockey podcast world. There's a ton of them out there. But if you happen to be a New Jersey fan, thanks for watching. And uh, you know what? I'm rooting for your Jersey Devils. I'm always rooting for those teams that are in a rebuild and they drafted a bunch of cool young players and they're on their way up. It's always fun to root for those teams, man. And New Jersey definitely falls in that category. Got a lot of young, fun players, especially Jack Hughes. That guy's sick. I really enjoy Nico Hiche or Hiche or whatever you want to call him. And uh, yeah, Jesper Bratt on top of that is really awesome. They just really need to shore up that goaltending and defense. Forward-wise, I think they're pretty solid. Uh, next up, we got the Edmonton Oilers. They are silent, silent, signing Kaylor Yamamoto. They're, he is getting a two-year deal worth $6.2 million, coming out to $3.1 million per season. Interesting. Uh, Kaylor Yamamoto. Jeez, what, what, do we, what do we do with this guy? I mean, last year was pretty solid. 20 goals, 21 assists, 81 points. Uh, he's 23 years old, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy's ever going to, like... Like, 20 goals is nice. Like, there's nothing wrong with a 20-goal score. 21 assists seems awfully low, though, for, you know, I, I wouldn't say, well, okay, maybe awfully low is a little a little extreme. I mean, 41 points in 81 games, point every other game kind of player. I was, I was kind of hoping that he would get up to that 50, 55, 60 range, and he still could. He's still only 23. But um, I'd say if he doesn't, like, break out this year, then he probably is what he is. But if he comes out to be a consistent 20-goal scorer, that's 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 nice for um, Edmonton. And with the cap hit, it's pretty solid. He's young. I believe that'll still take him to restricted free agency. So they'll be able to work something out. There'll be more money for them to spend by that time. Uh, but overall, I mean, Kaylor Yamamoto, I don't know. They definitely seem to treat him better than and like him more than Pooljiji Jarvi. But uh, they absolutely just hate that fucking useless piece of fucking shit, apparently. But, um, no, nah, Kaylor Yamamoto's pretty fine. Like, he's, I don't know, he's kind of under the radar for me. I never really hear all that much about him. He's just kind of, you know, a young player that Edmonton's hoping, like, breaks the fuck out. And I was thinking about this on the way home from work. It's like, like, how come, you know how Crosby, every time there's, like, it would happen almost every year. Like, oh, who the fuck's this guy on his winger? And then all of a sudden he's a 50, 60 point guy because he's playing with Crosby. I don't feel like we see that very often with on the same level as with McDavid. Like McDavid doesn't really, you know, bolster up his line mates. And I'm not, that's not like a slap in the Connor McDavid. That's just how ridiculous of a player he is. He's just so damn fast. There's only like a handful of players that can keep up with him on the speed wise. And then on top of that, he's also one of the most skilled uh, players in the game, if not the most skilled, on top of the speed. Like, there's not a lot of players that are going to be able to click with him on the level that he needs. But I think with uh, uh, Evander Kane, if he's going to be locked in there on his wing, like, how can Evander Kane not hit, like, f easily 40 to 50 goals? Like, come on, dude. If this guy does not hit, like, 40 to 50 goals this year, what the hell? 
what the hell's going on? I mean, I don't know what it is, but you know how it is with Crosby. Like, no matter who's on this guy's wing, he's going to be disgusting. Kunitz, Brian Rust, fucking you name him. He makes, he makes, I don't know, average players into, like, good players. Solidly good players. He makes players better more often than I feel than McDavid does. But you guys let me know what you think about that. That's just something I was thinking of. I'm like, man, it just always seems to be, like, a recycling thing with McDavid. Like, they're always trying to find a winger to go with him, but then they always just end up having to throw Dreisaitl back up there because, I don't know, man, he seems to be the only guy that can, like, keep up with McBaby, but... You know, my baby doesn't even like, I don't know how much the guy actually even needs wingers. Like he could just bust through teams. Like we remember what he did to Morgan Riley and, and a whole bunch of other teams over the last five, six years. He just dust dudes. Like he leaves them in the absolute dust. And the way that he did it to Morgan Riley was so rude. I remember that happening. I was just like, oh, oh, Morgan. Oh, that was so, oh. and then we had to watch like 87 fucking replays of it. Oh, look how he systematically destroyed Morgan's mind because he fucking turned left when Morgan turned right. Whatever, man. I don't even know what the hell that was. But, um, yeah, dude, that is, uh, it's a signing. It's a signing. We'll see where it goes. I mean, if, if he pops off, he pops off. I just think he's an okay player. But 20 goals, 20 goals, 20 goals, not bad. Uh, speaking of another player that it seems like not a people, lot, a lot of people know about, and we're also kind of surprised at the amount of money that this guy got, but I think it's pretty good. Uh, let's just get his first name right, just so I Mario Ferraro. How did I forget that his first name was Mario? God damn it! What's wrong with me? Uh, Mario Ferraro. Holy load, would you? Thank you. Thirteen million dollars total. He gets four years, and it's coming out to three point two five million dollars per season. Uh, Mario Ferraro is a really solid defenseman. He's not like the most flashy or anything like that. I mean, two goals, twelve assists in sixty three games last season. But uh, he he's a pretty big money, um, minute muncher. Excuse me for the San Jose Sharks. I averaged twenty three minutes last year on the ice. He's only 23 years old. Oh, he's from Toronto. All right. Um, yeah, dude, he's just like a really sound. I don't I don't know if I want to call him a defensive defenseman, but he's a very sound defenseman. And I think the signing is fine. He's a very young defenseman. I don't think there's going to be any risk with that signing because he's so young. And it's only $3 million bucks. Like, it's not that bad. Uh, it's a good signing for San Jose. I mean, another good job for uh, Mr. Greer over there, the new, new GM. I think that's a solid signing. Good job. Uh, I believe this guy's name is Michael. Nope, wrong again. Miles Wood. Miles Wood signs, uh, resigns with the New Jersey Devils. I actually really like Miles Wood. Uh, he gets a one-year deal worth $3.2 million. Uh, that's fine, man. Like, I think he brings a lot to the table. I believe he was hurt uh, quite a bit last season. Let's just take a look. Yeah, he only played three games last season. Got no points. So, um, yeah. Doesn't look too good, and uh, maybe that cap hit looks a little alarming. But I do recall the guy, uh, Miles Wood, the season prior. He is a wrecking ball out there, man. He just does a lot. Like, he doesn't exactly put up the most points, per se, but um, he goes out there, he hits, he gets a lot of shots. He's just very active out there on the ice, very noticeable. Um, I had him a few times in, in fantasy. He was a really good, like, waiver wire pickup. You keep him in there, keep him in the lineup for a week or two. He's hot. Um, hopefully he can get back to it. Uh, it sucks that he missed the whole year basically last year. I don't remember exactly what happened to him, but, uh, yeah, I do actually recall him missing, um, a big, um, the whole season and, uh, yeah, 
I don't think, you know, Miles Wood in the lineup last year was going to help the New Jersey Devils all that much. But, uh, yeah, maybe they could have got an extra two or three wins. Who knows? I don't know. Fucking Jesus, I'm not a stat man here. I'm not fucking fucking looking at percentages and, and, and charts. You know, charts. People look at that stuff. Pie charts. Fucking graphs. You know, all that shit. I don't look at that. I don't even know about that shit. Okay, baby, here we go. My Calgary Flames fans, you know this one, baby. You know how big this one shit is. I was so happy when this happened, dude. I just felt, felt, wow, my cats are really fucking fighting out there. They're really going at it. I need to go out there and probably break that up, but don't give a fuck right now. We're going to talk about Jonathan Huberdeau. Hey, hey, will you guys shut up over there? I'm trying to record a podcast in here. God damn it. Fucking cats, I tell you. Always fighting. Okay, Jonathan Huberto signs the big fucking ticket, baby. $84 million. Hey, boy, can I uh, can I ask for a few bucks from you, Hubie? Uh, I need one of your jerseys. Uh, eight years, $10.5 million per season. Hmm, interesting. He makes, he makes more than Matty Kachuk, which, you know, you got to pay that extra million dollar Canadian tax because people just fucking hate playing for Canadian teams so goddamn much. (sighs) Like, I don't even think it's the market. It's just the media, man. I think people are sick of the media. I don't know if it, I don't even think it's the fans, man. I think it's the, the way that the media drives the fans to treat these players. And sometimes it's just way too extreme. That's why I don't tend to read a lot of articles, especially ones that are bashing on players that had like maybe a bad game or two, a bad week, maybe even just a bad month, but their their track record prior was like very solid. And then they have one bad week and then you're you're the devil all of a sudden. Like, how would you feel if like you're a fucking you're a chef or some shit and like I don't know, maybe that's like you're a paper boy. Let's go way lower than that. A paper boy. And you fucking I don't know, give one dude like two papers or some shit, or you miss his fucking door. And then he berates you for for three weeks and goes around to everybody in town and says how much of a piece of shit you are because you gave him two papers or not enough papers. And then he writes his own paper about you not delivering his papers papers. Fucking, you know, just relax, bro. But then prior to that, you've delivered his paper perfectly every single fucking week for seven years or whatever. And then you just like, come on. So the Canadian fucking media, can you guys fucking relax? All right. Like these guys are your bread and butter. You should treat them better fucking dicks goddamn but anyway jonathan huberto fucking rights calgary fans fucking rights calgary let's get this shit done um i'm just gonna throw his name out there because we're on the calgary flames mackenzie Weger. um this isn't this isn't confirmed or it's not official or anything but apparently going around on twitter it's being spread around there that mackenzie Weger has apparently agreed to a six-year deal worth 6.75 million dollars uh per year now, that seems a little bit rich, just a little bit rich, but again, let's tack on that extra million dollar Canadian tax, so maybe 5.75, that's pretty solid, that's okay, but you gotta add on the extra Canadian tax, because fuck Canada, right? Because, I mean, honest to God, you know, I live in Canada, and yeah, we suck right now, dude, like, Canada fucking sucks right now. Uh, the last two years have been really rough on Canada as a whole, with the whole COVID thing, and then now we're fucking hockey leagues are falling apart, and all this bullshit apparently got a dictator that's running this fucking country now like i don't even know what's going on dude i've just been locked in my house basically for the last two years go to work go home fucking go to the grocery store once a week go get water or whatever and that's all i fucking need 
But yeah, that's going on. Um, but yeah, th th just a rumor, not an official signing. I couldn't find uh, an, anything official. Just a Twitter, a few Twitter posts saying that apparently he's agreed to this. Um, they might have to move some money out for that to actually be uh, become official. So we may be seeing. I don't know if Sean Monahan's gonna get dealt, y'all. I have no idea. I mean, I don't really even know how Calgary Flames fans feel about Sean Monaghan. If I was a Flames fan, man, I'd be pretty fucking frustrated with this player. Just because of, like, I remember when he got drafted and I was so excited when they got him. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't expect him to fall that far and I thought maybe he would go earlier. And I was really excited that he fell down to Calgary, I think, at 6. And, yeah, he just had a miserable fucking year last year. Like, he was basically the only guy on Calgary last year that had a bad year. Everyone else had amazing years. Like... Mangiapane had a great year. Oliver Shillington broke out and became really solid. Um, uh, Valamaki, is that the other guy's name on defense? He came in, like, fucking filled in that spot for Giordano really well. Markstrom was excellent. He had so many fucking shutouts, dude. Except, I know, he had a rough playoff, but you know, otherwise he was fantastic. Um, Tanev was great. Yeah, he got hurt for the playoff, and fuck, that really hurt them. But, man, and of course, the 100-point seasons out of Kachuk and Goudreau, and yeah, they're both gone now, but... Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Like, I still feel bad for Calgary, but, you know, it's it's a lot better now. So if they do theoretically re-sign Mackenzie Wieger for that 6.75 and Huberto now at the $10.5 million total, uh, does Calgary come out ahead in this deal? Now, you have to take into consideration how much value that uh, salary cap um, is in the league right now, especially in the league right now, because COVID fucked the salary cap up for everybody. So just uh, being so, what uh, Florida's idea is is that they knew that these guys both had one-year deals, and they weren't going to be able to afford both of them. So they decided to launch them both out while they can, while they have good value. Huberto just came off of the best season of his career. Mackenzie Weger had a very solid season, and uh, they're picking up this guy that they were able to get for cheaper than Huberto, and they also got rid of Mackenzie Weger, which, you know, that, that would be an extra six, seven million dollars on their cap. Yeah, they probably would have gotten both of them cheaper than that for sure. Like, I think they could have easily gotten Huberto at like nine and they could have gotten Weger probably at five, five and a half because no state tax, baby, no state tax. And I know people say that, oh, that shit doesn't matter because if you have a good agent, that shouldn't matter. But I don't think that is the factor. I think it's just, regardless, that's just a bonus. And then on top of that, you're living in fucking Florida, dude. You got beautiful weather, beautiful people, some crazy people, and some gators. But, yeah, people fucking love being in Florida right now. And both those teams are doing very well. And everyone wants to be there, man. Everyone wants to be there because there's barely any COVID restrictions. There barely ever was. So, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully the Canada teams, Canadian teams can get out of this bullshit because, like, dude, it's our game. And how come our teams are so struggling and no one wants to be here and we only have fucking seven teams and, and American teams have so many more than us? And, like, yeah, I know because, like, no one lives in fucking Canada. Uh, there's so many more Americans than there are Canadians. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it is what it is, man. Like, I, I don't run businesses, but... Um, but back to the Huberto contract, I, I the 10.5 is a little high, I, but again, I'm just saying like, if it was 9.5, I wouldn't be complaining. So it's an extra million dollars. It's not that bad. It's not that big of a deal. Million dollars, you know, that's a, a depth player that gets buried in the fucking AHL or some shit, right? So it's not that big of a deal, but yeah, it could be an extra body on your team. You never know. And that extra body could be really important. Y you never know. 
But uh, yeah, 10.5, it's rich, and you know how it goes. Oh, no, no team that has a contract with 10 million and is ever gonna win a Stanley Cup, herp derp Well, shut the fuck up then, how about, how, just relax, okay? Once the cap goes up in a few years, every single team in the NHL is gonna have a 10 million plus player on their fucking team, so shut the fuck up. It's gonna come. And, you know, what's the difference between a dude signing a $9.75 million and a dude signing 10? Like, you really think that fucking $250,000 is, is the difference maker in, a, in winning a Stanley Cup? No, shut up. You're crazy. Get out of here. You're smoking crack. You're smoking crack, dog. Stop smoking crack. Guys got to stop smoking crack and saying crazy things. But, um, yep, uh, back to the thought of who won this trade. I don't think it's really about who wins, and I think it was a really good hockey trade. I think both teams got what they wanted. Calgary replaces a 100-point player with a 100-point player. Yes, they lose 100-point player, but they added a really good top four defenseman. So that's solid, and they got a prospect. And then Florida... They felt like they needed a more playoff-style player, someone like Kachuk who brings more of that mean, gritty, I-don't-want-to-fucking-play-against-you-for-seven-games attitude and add that to their lineup because they feel like that's the secret ingredient that they were missing. Yes, they're losing a very solid top-four defenseman and a very quality uh, top-line player in Huberto, but they added that back. They have a lot of depth in the forward side, so they're doing fine there. Yeah, it's a bit of a hit on the defense, but I think they're going to be fine, man. They're going to be just fine. If I had to say something, I'm just gonna, I'm just because Cal- Calgary bias. I think Calgary wins this uh, a little bit. It's too hard to tell, man. Like the fact of the matter is, like Calgary basically they just had to pay a lot of money, and if they had they had the money, and uh, if they do get weaker signed, then they have the money, and then it works out. It's all good, baby. It's all good as long as these guys like. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, if Huberto turns out to be a fucking disaster and he turns he falls down to be like. 60 point player for the I do not want that to happen. I do not want that voodoo. I don't even really want to talk about it. But then, yeah, it's gonna be a bit of a disaster. But I mean, he's got Lindholm fucking centering him. Lindholm's a stud. Um, yeah, man, it's it's gonna be a very interesting year for Calgary. It's gonna be really, really fucking weird to see all these dudes in flames gear and to not have a season with Johnny Goudreau for the first time in so long. Ugh, it's gonna be a weird fucking year. But okay, Calgary Flames fans, we're done with you for now. But um, maybe next week we'll I'll be able to officially announce that um, Mackenzie Weaker signing. And I hope it's actually cheaper than that 6.75 because that seems just a little bit rich. If you can get that, just get it under six. That'll look so much better, even though it's only like $750,000. Whatever, get it under. Just get it under, a little bit cheaper. Okay, Nashville Predators. They sign uh, Jakob Trennan. $3.4 million total, two years in length, $1.7 million Per season, uh, Yakov Trenin, uh, wow, he had 17 goals, 7 assists, and 80 games last season. 17 goals, that's not bad, dude. He's only 25 years old, 6'2", 201 pounds. This guy's big. Um, yeah, I don't really know a lot about this player, but that 17 goals uh, speaks to me. And 17 goals for only fucking 1. What, $1.7 million? Is that what that was? $1.7 million per, that's a very quality signing, Nashville, very good, and he's young, he may even be able to get more, he may be able to get 20 goals, and if he could just rack up a few extra assists, guy's big, I imagine that he's throwing his body around, because, like, I don't even, I don't remember, I don't, like, I always remember Nashville being, like, a very sound defensive team, good, strong, goaltending, strong defense, but then, like, out of nowhere, everyone's talking about Nashville being like, oh, yeah, they've always been nasty and mean, and, and likes to fuck you up and shit, I'm like, really? I never really noticed them being like 
like the bully team like beat the shit out of you kind of team but that's what they are man like i feel like it's more about that um that young new guy that they got the fucking uh i don't know his name right now uh he was in the in the race for the calder trophy he's fucking good man i just i can't remember his name right now but uh yeah ever since that dude got in there he's a fucking wrecking ball jesus he just flies all over you bashing into shit scoring nice goals like i really like that player i just wish i could remember your name bro uh vegas golden knights sign um what the hell's your first name keegan colasar okay okay i'm just looking at this guy don't know too much about him last year he got seven goals 17 assists seven and 77 games not too bad uh what is this guy is he a forward he's a right winger okay 6 2 217 pounds damn 25 years old so he's still pretty young seven goals 17 assists nothing like nothing great i imagine he's a bottom six forward for them uh but a big big forward so that's nice uh 4.2 million dollars in total for three years 1.4 million dollars so bottom six signing pretty solid young guy three years not bad Uh, excuse me goodness gracious okay we got a league minimum signing here out of the edmonton oilers camp we got uh tyson benson tyler tyler benson re-signs for one year league minimum uh man been waiting for this guy to pop out i don't know if it's coming y'all like last year he got into 29 games got one goal one assist yeah it doesn't speak doesn't look very good for this kid i mean they 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 gave him one more year it's league minimum i don't doesn't look like this kid's gonna pan out he was a second round draft pick in 2016 32nd overall so he would technically be a first rounder now but um yeah you know like i remember him he would pop off pretty good he'd become a really solid top six forward in some of the nhl games had some really good speed nice shot but uh yeah man doesn't seem to be clicking here like one one two points in 29 games i just i think i think this guy may need a change of scenery maybe a like i just i like to throw them out there but an arizona coyotes team that needs players and maybe give an opportunity to a younger player in a top six role see what he's got because i don't think this guy's ever really gotten a shot at a top six role in edmonton so yeah and on top of that man like edmonton like you guys got to be able to develop some of these fucking players man like there's been so many misses i might have to go back and do some like if, if we have another light week i might go back and do like um a hits a hits and misses on a few like maybe the canadian teams or something like that go back at some of their draft history and look at some of the big hits big misses i know the leafs got a bunch or not really a bunch i mean they hit on a lot of their picks they just like to trade them the fuck away before they're good or like yeah or they trade away their draft picks for the longest time just dumb uh carolina hurricane sign uh i don't know the fucking first name of these guys maxime lajoie league minimum one year okay not a big deal don't really want to get into that guy sorry carolina fans mason appleton signs a 6.25 million dollar contract worth uh three years at two million dollars per season uh i like mason appleton man he's a he's the big boy ain't he ain't he the big one no he is pretty big but he ain't the big big boy he's six foot two 193 pounds right winger 26 years old uh last year in 68 games put up eight goals 13 assists pretty okay uh no, solid bottom six player 
$2 million per for three years? Mm, I don't know, man, because Winnipeg's got a lot going on right now. They've got a lot of questions, needing a lot of answers, like a lot of shit going on in that back room, apparently. You know, we've talked about it before. Like, who's getting traded out of there? If they have another bad season, if they don't bounce back this season, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, are they going to blow it up? And I don't think it's a team that really necessarily needed a blow up. I think it's just the chemistry of the team is fucked. Because they're a damn good team, man. Like, still on paper, they look like they're a pretty damn good team. Connor Hellebuyuk's one of the best goalies in the league. They got fucking Ehlers, Shifley, Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler. They got some really good forwards there. Defense is okay. I mean, it's not as good as it was back when they went, like, almost got to the Stanley Cup final with Truba and Buffalo and all those guys. But, um... Yeah, man, it's going to be, again, it's going to be another really interesting year, year for the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, I don't think last year was very interesting in a, in a fan's perspective because it was a very fucking disappointing season. Like, I had them easily making the playoffs, and no, they did not do that. They did not do that at all. So that fucking sucked. Okay. Okay, here we go. We're going to talk about the team. The Boston Bruins, they fucking did it. Of course, who who didn't see this one coming? Boston gets exactly what they want as always. Patrice Bergeron signs a one-year deal worth $2.5 million. You fucking kidding me, dude. You fucking kidding me, goddamn Boston. I hate you guys so fucking much. Bergeron, why can't you just be an asshole, dude? Why can't you just be like, no, not, not going to sign with you guys unless you get me $18 million. I want $18 million. I'm so good. And no, everyone in fucking Boston has got to take a fucking discount and fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. It makes me mad. Yeah, I'm really jealous. I'm really fucking jealous of the way that team is built and run because, like, yeah, dudes don't get fucking paid in Boston. It's a thing. They they all like to take leave money on the table. You know, Marshawn's done it for years. Bergeron's done it for fucking ever. He's never going to get... He just never gets paid. Doesn't want any fucking money, apparently. Chara took pay cuts. Krejci's taking a pay cut. Everyone except Charlie McAvoy, for some reason, got a pay cut. Charlie McAvoy's like, no, pay me. I want nine and a half. You fucking crazy? Look at me. I'm fucking insane. But he might actually be... He might have actually wanted more. Who knows? He could have been asking for 11. And... I don't know, man. If I, I just don't know why defensemen are getting so much fucking money money right now. It's insane. All those $9.5 million plus contracts. Like, aren't you guys looking at, like, the Brett Burns contract and, like, the fucking Vlasic Pickle contract and Eric Carlson contract and Drew Doughty contract and how disastrous those contracts look now? Like, what the fuck? We'll just have to wait and see. People are already calling the Darnell Nurse contract a fucking atrocity, and it hasn't even kicked in yet. Same thing with Dougie Hamilton in New Jersey. People are calling that dog shit. It barely even started yet. You guys got a long way to go, so hopefully that shit turns out. But that's why I wouldn't be comfortable if I was a GM giving a defenseman that much fucking money, unless his name is Victor goddamn Hedman. You know what I'm saying? Guy like that, that kind of player. But yeah, Patrice Bergeron coming back to be a Bruin for the fucking 8 millionth fucking season for one goddamn year. And I feel like a lot of this is bonus bonus things so hopefully that bo- the bonuses and as long as all these guys hit it it's supposed to go on their cap hit for next year so i hope these guys all hit the cap hit they all retire boston sucks they miss the playoffs and and they get strapped on with a bunch of extra cap hit and they suck even harder and they don't win the draft lottery and they yeah fuck you boston you've had it good for so long you guys deserve to hurt again and on top of that not only do they get him back David Krejci's coming back to be a fucking Bruin as well because why not? I don't get – I have no idea what's going on with David Krejci, man. Like he leaves – he retires from the NHL last season or whatever, leaves, goes to play in Czech, does good in Czech League, comes back and signs a $1 million 
fucking one-year, $1 million contract with the Boston Bruins. Thank you very much. Guy can still be very effective. He had a very solid season there in check. He, I think it was just, just shy of point a game, basically. He had like 20 goals. 30 plus assists like he scored a lot more goals than he would in the nhl so i wouldn't expect him to put up 20 goals here in the nhl but you never know but i think he's still gonna be a solid 50 55 point guy and they're gonna be they're gonna need they need krejci man they're desperate for centers and uh, as long as krejci still has it yeah he's gonna be he's gonna do his thing but uh you know patrice bergeron is not a spring chicken he's 37 years old is this gonna be the season that you know it, it starts to fall on bergeron he's not that 60 30 goal guy or sorry 30 goal 60 point kind of guy obviously that defensiveness is not going to leave him he's still going to be a defensive stalwart out there and very effective in that in that mind but his his offense could very well take a dip this year uh it did not last season people have been saying oh well his, his offense could take a dip any year now since he was like 32 years old and it still hasn't happened five fucking years later but uh the dude has had a lot of hard miles had a very very long NHL career. He's drafted in 2003. And uh, yeah, man, he's coming back. Krejci's coming back. And on top of that, they also re-signed Pavel Zaka. One year, $3.5 million. Oh, I feel like that one's a little bit rich, but it's only one year, so not that much of a risk. Last year, he put up 15 goals, 21 assists, and 71 in 70 games. It's okay, man. It just sucks that this guy didn't really pan out the way that New Jersey thought this guy was a first round draft pick. He was drafted sixth overall, and there was a few really good players drafted right after him. Uh, I don't remember their names right now, but I know there was definitely some really good players drafted after him. And uh, yeah, man, like for a guy that was picked in the top top 10, almost top five of a draft, you would expect a lot more out of him. And it just hasn't really worked out. Watch him fucking pop off for 30 plus goals in Boston this year, because that's just how that shit works. But yeah, it sucks it didn't work out there for him in New Jersey. I don't really know the story behind what happened there. I don't know if this guy just didn't get the minutes or if it just lacked the work ethic. I don't know what happened to him. But uh yeah, he didn't really he doesn't really live up to that that sixth overall pick, but he's still a could be a decent middle six forward winger for the Boston Bruins this year. I don't know where he's going to fall, but I could I don't see him going any lower than the third line if he make a three and a half million dollar. It's a lot of money. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So let's just talk about the Boston Bruins for a hot second, uh, since we're we got a whole bunch of them in 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 the in the thing right now. So, what do you guys think? Do you think the Boston Bruins are going to make it this year? Because uh, just take into account that they're going to be without McAvoy, Marchant, and Clifton. I think one of their one of their defensemen. So they're missing two of their better and best defensemen and their best forward in Marchant. And if you don't remember it from last year, when Marchant was out of the lineup last year, they were fucking dog shit. They were bad, like really bad. And I don't remember if Bergeron was in the lineup. I think he was. So even with just Bergeron in there, he's, he's only one man. He cannot carry the whole team by himself, especially at his age. So with that into account, without being, without being with McAvoy and Marchant for, I don't know how long it's supposed to be. Uh, last time I checked, which was like a month, like a month ago, it was supposed to be like possibly the first three, four weeks of the season. So Boston comes out of the gate and they're like two and seven, two and nine. I don't know. Something like that. I think they're fucked dude, because the East is so goddamn uber competitive, especially the division that the Bruins are in. 
if they if they stumble out of the gate, dude, I think it's fucking over for them and they will not make the playoffs. I'm going to just say that they're not making the playoffs this year regardless because, A, I don't like them if you haven't figured that one the fuck out yet. And um, I just think that injury to Marshawn and uh, Charlie McAvoy, I don't think they have the depth that is going to be able to cover for that. Marshawn's super-duper important to that team. He brings so much to that team, not only the offensive skill, but the mind games, the shenanigans, all that bullshit. McAvoy is one of the best defensemen in the game. And, uh, yeah, they're going to really miss him on the right side. Um, it, I don't know, man, like you never know what the Bruins, the Bruins are the Bruins. They're fucking, they always seem to get shit done. So we'll have to wait and see, man. I think they're missing it. That's my opinion. If there's any Bruins fans out there watching this, listening to this for some fucking reason, unless like, I don't know why you would want to hear a Leafs fan, like berate the, the Bruins, unless you get sick satisfaction out of it, which you probably do because you're a Bruins fan and you guys are sick puppies. Okay. Yeah, stop. I, I feel like you Boston Bruins fans almost feel bad for us Leaf fans at this point. I mean, like, how can you not? I feel like almost everybody in the league is starting to feel bad for Leaf fans because it's almost just getting fucking sad now how much we just never fucking win anything. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't think the Bruins are going to make it with all those injuries. I don't give a shit that you signed Krejci. I don't give a shit that Bergeron's coming back. Bergeron's getting older. He's I think he's probably going to hit that 38. But I don't think he's going to drop off that bad, even if he does, like, taper out a little bit. I think regardless, he's going to taper out a little bit more this season just because he won't have his big winger, winger there in Marshawn and his best defenseman. And uh, teams are going to be on him, man. Like, they're going to be all over him and Pasternak and Taylor Hall, which are probably their best players. So, yeah, the Bruins don't look very, very deep in any regard. The best thing they have going for them maybe is their goaltending tandem, which is really strong. So if Jeremy Swayman and... Um, Olmark can kick it off really, really strong. They're going to have to be really strong because I feel like the Bruins are going to be winning a lot of very low-scoring year for the Bruins this year. That's my opinion. I don't think they're going to make it. I think another team is going to pass them, like the Ottawa Senators. I would say more so the Ottawa Senators than the Detroit Red Wings. I don't know if the Red Wings are ready yet. We'll just have to wait and see. Regardless, I would much rather have the Ottawa Senators or the Red Wings getting into the playoffs than the Bruins. But... I'm scared if the Bruins don't make the playoffs, they're going to win the fucking lottery, and then they get Connor Bedard, and then we're all fucked. So, yep, that's what that's what I have to say about the Bruins. I hope they suck this year. Okay, next up, we got the Arizona Coyotes. They lock up Lawson Kraus, one of the, I think, more popular players over there in Arizona, because he's one of the longest tenured ones uh, still remaining from the, from the fucking... Uh, what's the the evacuation of, of the Arizona Coyote? Or just burn that bitch to the ground and let's just be god awful forever. But um, he gets a five year deal worth twenty one and a half million dollars, coming out to four point three million dollars per season. Woof, that's a pretty big ticket. That's a pretty big ticket for a guy that doesn't put up a lot of points. Uh, I think he's more of a pure. Uh, he's a very power forward type player. Twenty goals, fourteen assists last season in sixty five games. Uh, yeah, man, he's massive. He's fucking massive. Six foot four, 220 pounds, left winger, 25 years old. So this will take him till he's about 30. Um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, considering the state that the Arizona Coyotes are in, they're not going to be good for a very long time. So this contract really doesn't matter. Uh, they just need to sign people to get to the fucking floor. So this is fine. I mean, if the guy pops off, I don't think he's going to pop off for much more than he did because the team around him is so not good. But, um, 
Yeah, man, I think regardless, it's great to have a player like this on your squad when you're not going to be that good because, you know, this is the kind of guy you want out there that's, you know, you're not going to just push us around because we're not the strongest team on the ice. I, I'm still, we're they're still going to have some big guys out there that are going to stand up for the team. They're not going to be walkovers but uh, with a guy like this, but um, yeah, I don't think they're going to be very good this year at all. But good for you, Lawson Krause. I didn't... Uh, it was, uh, I think they went to arbitration and a lot of people thought that he was only going to get that one year deal, but Arizona all of a sudden are like, eh, we'll just give you five and more money. So fuck us because they're probably looking at the salary cap and they're like, yeah, we're not even close to the floor yet. So we better start paying some people. Okay. Only two more signings left. We've got the Vegas golden Knights signing, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Waugh. Okay. Uh, last year, he had 15 goals, 24 assists in 78 games. Not bad. Wow, he's big. He's a center. Shoots right. Six foot four, 205 pounds, 25 years of age. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, let's see how he did. Uh, $15 million total for five years comes out to $3 million per. Not too bad. I think this guy is probably your third line center, Vegas fans. If you want to correct me on that one, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, not too bad. I mean, $3 million is pretty good for a third line center. It's a little pricey, but I, I don't really know what exactly this guy brings to the table. If he is more of a physical center because of his size. Um, but the points were pretty solid. You know, not the greatest, but uh, not bad. And then for the Carolina Hurricanes, we got Marty Nacas, Nachas, whatever you want to call him. He signs a two-year deal worth $6 million total, coming out to $3 million per. I think that's a solid little signing there. Let's just take a look at what he did. This guy's still kind of waiting to pop off, eh? Like, we still haven't seen this guy quite get there, eh? Let's have a little quick look at his uh, career. Yeah, 36 points, 41, 40. So, I don't know. This guy might be tapering off here at a 40, maybe 50-point player. But there might be a bigger role for this guy on the team this year. With uh, Nino Niederreiter going, going and uh, Vincent Trocek. So, maybe this guy gets a better opportunity into the top six role more consistently. Uh, but, yeah, 14 goals last season, 26 assists in 78 games is okay. Um, but... If the guy pops off again, he's only 23. It's a little, yeah, it's a little high, a little older for for um, uh, a young forward to really break out. And considering he's been kind of in that 40 point range for the last three years in a row, um, I can see him though if he gets an uppage in his ice time, which is only which was at 16 minutes last season. Maybe if he bumps up to 18, 19 minutes, we can see him become that 50, 55 point player. But time will tell. So yes. Yes, we are done. The signings are all done. That's all the signings for this week. Pretty good. I mean, it was more signings than last week. Um, yeah, so uh, just one more thing on, on signings. Now, it's rumored out there that the Islanders and Kadri have agreed to a deal. But um, with Lou being Lou, he's keeping excuse me, everything pretty hush-hush. Very Islanders way. Just like last year when they signed Parise or Parisi, whatever the fuck. Like last second out of nowhere and like but everyone seemed to know about it but it wasn't made official until like the last second so this might be kind of the same situation i mean even the hockey guy said like it's not official but it's like basically official because how much people are talking about it around the the hockey world so apparently he's signing a seven by seven seven years seven million dollars um wow 
if that's the case, man. So that would take Kadri till he's like 37, 38 years old. So yeah, the back half of that deal would be pretty tough. We'll have to figure out what the details are on the deal if it does get signed. Um, if if there's going to be no move clauses on that, uh, what are the what, you know what are those options? Is there going to be a reduction in salary later on in the years? Like we don't know any of that shit yet. So when it comes out, I will report on that for sure. But let's just say theoretically, uh, he signs the seven by seven. It's good in the short term, like say the first three years or so, three four years, it would probably be pretty fine because. If he does happen to stay in that form that he was in Colorado, which I don't think he's going to be able to do in in, um, in the island, even though they have a new coach, I just think uh, his positioning in the lineup of Colorado and the and the wingers that he had there in Colorado are a lot better than what they had in in the island. Um, I don't know where Cal- or where Kadri's going to fall in that lineup. He could very well be the second line or first line center. I don't know if he's going to take over for Barzal or not. Um, considering that they traded away or they got rid of their Barry Trotz, one of the best coaches in the game, to uh, satisfy Barzell. I don't think they would want to put him down on the second line uh, because that'd probably piss him off. But who knows, man? I don't, we like, Lou Lamorello is a, he is a, what is the word I want? An entity, I don't know. uh, uh, um, You know what I mean? He's a fucking, he's just different, bro. He's old school as fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't follow rules. He doesn't follow the norm. He's super duper old school. But like on top of that, how fucking weird is it going to be? Because Lou, if you didn't know, has a weird rule that you have to shave off your beards. Like you got to be clean shaven to be on my team, baby. And I personally be pretty pissed off because I've rocked a beard um, every day for the last, I don't fucking know the last time I didn't have a beard on my face. It's just the more I cover up my face, the better it seems. But, um, yeah, dude, it would be so fucking weird to see Kadri over there in the Island with a, with a clean shave. I don't think the dude is capable of a clean shave. If you've seen this guy's facial hair, it's like, it's so thick and it's so beautiful and it grows like, you know, in SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, when they're like, hi, 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 we have mustaches. And the guy's like, this is a mustache. You go, and he just rips out a big old mustache. Like, that's basically Kadri guy. Like, he's, he's going to have to shave like two, three times a fucking day to keep Lou happy with his clean shaven rules. But, um, yeah, man, a seven by seven, like I said, it, it'd be fine for the first few years. And then maybe the last few years is going to get a little greasy. Um, but again, it all comes down to contract structure and more of the details that we find out whenever we find out, like I said, I feel like this is going to come out like a week before training camp or whatever, last second, Lou Lamorello style. But I believe if Kadri, Kadri knows, man, like Kadri's going to know, but, uh, I think the Islanders may have to make a move as well, because on top of that, not only, um, are a lot of team, like some teams are under the cap. Uh, a lot of teams are fucking over the cap, and a lot of teams uh, in the league don't have very much cap. They're in in between two million and five million dollars in cap. So, um, yeah, a lot of teams are strapped right now. I still feel like there's like um, like almost a uh, Mr. Burns situation when he goes to the doctor and he's like, "You have everything. You have every disease," and he's like my god i'm a god and he's like well no and he shows the door and all the germs getting caught in the door and they can't get through i feel like that's there's like a log jam or something going on in the nhl where all these teams are kind of stuck 
they need to make trades because they need to get this cap out because they're over it. But the other teams that are like have the cap, I feel like they're going to be asking for a lot because they have these teams by the nuts right now. They're like, what are you going to do, bitch? You have to deal. You have to do something or you're going to have a you're not going to have enough men on your roster to fucking compete. So you better give you better cough up a fucking decent prospect or like some decent picks or we're not going to take this shitty contract or do anything for you guys, even if it's not a shitty contract. And it's just like. You know, let's just say, for example, Marcia So or something. Not a shitty player, solid contract. But Vegas may have to move, may have, may need to move something like that. Because, you know, they had to move out Pacioretty. Even though he's, yeah, he had an injured season. He's still a sick player, though. And they had to move him for free because money. Money is crazy right now in the NHL. I've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, because teams were uh, structuring contracts in a way that, you know, the salary cap was projected to be going up steadily, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> stop, dead stop, no more. And yeah, I'll I'll admit that fucked the Leafs pretty good because they structured the deals with Austin Matthews, Willie, Johnny, all those big contracts, um, with the idea that the cap was going to go up, and then their percentages of the overall cap was going to go down over the years. Same thing with Crosby and Malkin when they signed theirs way back in the day. It's the same amount of percentage of the cap, whatever. Problem is, the cap did not go up, so Dubas had to do some shit, and yeah, um, now we're trying. he's trying his best, and I think he's doing a pretty good job at finding those, those cheap players that can put up some good points, like Michael Bunting put up fucking 60 plus points and we're paying them virtually nothing and we still have them for another year so this is awesome um yeah dude a lot of teams are in a lot of cap trouble lots of cap trouble going on in the league right now i mean jesus man like i'm just i would love to be one of the teams right now in the league that has the cap space and is getting all these calls from people like oh will you take this awesome player for free please and it's like yeah but you're gonna have to sweeten that just a little bit i think maybe the teams are getting a little bit so I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of a waiting war right now. Teams looking to get rid of people are like, they want too much. Let's just wait it out. And then they'll take what they fucking can. I don't know, dude. Like on top, like, you know, if it is that kind of deal, a Marcheseau or something like that, quality player who has an okay contract, but it's just too expensive for the team and they got to move it. Then yeah, dude, it's going to look good for some teams and really bad for others. Like, you know, Vegas did not look good trading away Max Pacioretty for fucking nothing, considering what they gave up to get him. Nick Suzuki, heard of him? Yeah, he's a really, really good player that would look really, really good on their team right now. But yeah, they traded it all away. They want to win now. And you know, that doesn't really work. And honestly, man, I don't think Vegas is going to get there in this. Whatever they're trying with Eichel and Stone and all these guys, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. Um, they may they may very well make the playoffs, absolutely, but I don't think it's going to work, man. And I think the voodoo around Vegas right now, it's getting worse. It's getting stronger. The fans are, like, in on this. I mean, I think dealing away Flurry is honestly cursed the team. I don't think they should have ever done that. Uh, the team's never been the same ever since getting rid of Flurry. Flurry was the man. He was your first franchise player. I mean, and then you did him so fucking dirty, man, and now you got Leonard, and he's not happy, and... Oh, man, it's just fucking ugly, dude. Ugly, ugly, ugly stuff. Do not like what they did to my boy, Marc-Andre Fleury. But anyway, yeah, man, people are in cap hell right now, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. Like, there's there's got to be trades coming. Like, where are these trades? I'm waiting for this trade, waiting for trades to happen, especially the Toronto Maple Leafs one. Like, when are you going to deal Justin Hall, for fuck's sakes? When are we going to do this? Are we doing this or not? I think it's just like, I don't think there may not be many takers. 
because Justin Hall makes a decent amount of money, but I mean, can we not just fire him off to Arizona for God's sakes and like give them like a fifth? Like, dude, you guys need bodies. You need to hit the floor. Like Arizona may be in the other boat. Like, like they just need, they'll be willing to give up like a second. If we could just take a shitty contract over here so we can hit the fucking floor. Ridiculous. Okay. So in other news, other news, um, hockey Canada. Yes. Uh, some news has come out, uh, from hockey Canada, their uh, chairman or whatever uh, apparently has uh, reluctantly stepped down uh, from his his role, and uh, I say reluctantly because um, I heard that he did not want to do that. He wanted to try and fix it, but like, dude, if they fucking went through with that and kept the guy that got them in this mess there to fix it, what the fuck are you doing? And honestly, man, I'm I am hoping that this is just the beginning of a full on let's fucking just wipe the table just wipe everything off this fucking table get everybody that was involved with this mess out of there you you fucked up so big you embarrassed canada you do not deserve to be working there anymore if you had anything to do with with this mess that is going on with hockey can if you were involved there if you were working there you're gone dude you got to go we need a change without question in the hockey and and hockey canada because they've lost sponsors fans are turning on them uh parents are pissed rightfully so having their children in there people are very pissed that they're paying um money to feed into all this i don't want to get into it but um yeah he stepped down and i just hope that it's the beginning of a domino effect for uh these people to um step down and do the right thing and get the hell out of there Uh, and say sorry for fuck's sakes <laughs> a lot of times. Okay, and uh, Jacob Truba named the new captain of the New York Rangers. Very interesting. I thought it was going to be Kreider. I think a lot of us thought it was going to be Kreider. I'm a little fucking shocked, honestly. It's not Kreider because of the way that he was leading that team in the playoffs this season. I mean, he was awesome when he came over and, like, calmed down Mika Zibanejad when he was getting angry and not scoring. He was like, calm down. I thought that guy was was captain material. I'm not saying that Truba isn't. I just think it was, like, really clear-cut that it should have been Kreider. He's been a lifelong New York Ranger, and, you know, I don't know. It just felt like a pretty fucking easy bet to make it Kreider. But, no, Jacob Truba named the new captain of the New York Rangers, so... Congratulations, uh, Jacob Trubra. Maybe they just picked him because no one will fuck with him because he'll brain someone, something like that. I don't know. Uh, after that, we got uh, Kirill the Thrill. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov is back in the USA. Uh, think, thankfully, I was getting a little nervous there that something, some funky monkey shit was going to happen to that poor kid and he wasn't going to be able to get back into the NHL. So the problem, if you didn't know, going on with Kirill is that uh, he had a work visa problem going on up in Russia while he was up there or wherever he was up there. I don't know if he wasn't exactly Russia or if he was in Czechia. I don't know. Uh, but he was up there. He wasn't in USA. He had trouble numerous times trying to get back into the USA having work visa problems. That's all fixed now. So Kirill is back in the USA safely. He will be playing for the Minnesota Wild this season. And fuck yeah, because that dude is so sick. So fucking sick. All right. And now, obviously, I don't know why I said obviously. There's no reason to add that, but it did. Uh, the World Juniors have begun. Uh, they actually started today. Of course, I didn't get to watch any of it because I fucking worked. I work nights, so I don't get to watch all the hockey that I want to. Yes, it's fucking sad. And yes, I don't get to watch every Leaf game, y'all. Uh, sometimes I get really lucky and we get layoffs sometimes. Like, we can do voluntary layoffs. And sometimes I take that voluntary layoff because I can. And uh, I watch hockey. I did it uh, this 
April we had a layoff and yeah I got to watch the fucking playoffs dude it was sick it was fucking awesome um so yeah sometimes that happens um but yeah um up until now y'all uh like I never planned to review every single Leaf game that's not my thing that's Steve Dangle's thing so watch him if you want every single Leaf game reviews I'm not capable of doing that I may do just the one because Saturday is uh my game day I'm off on Saturday so I usually 98% of the time there's a Leaf game on Saturdays unless there's those weird fucking weekends that really piss me off and they move it to Sunday and I gotta work Sunday and I don't get to see them and those are always really fucking fun games so uh, yeah hopefully that doesn't happen again too much um, yeah so um, yeah don't get to watch every single Leaf game and I don't get to watch every sport all the time when I want to live and I don't really like recording it and there's just something about watching a pre like a recorded game that's not happening live and on top of that dude I work with so many motherfucking people man like I work in a big old factory there's like a hundred guys in there no one can keep their fucking mouth shut about anything there's tons of sports fans in there and I'm kind of known around the factory as the biggest Leaf fan and a big hockey nerd and everyone asks me and talks to me about hockey and shit and asks me my opinions on stuff so I says let's make a fucking podcast so you dummies can listen to it <laughs> and you can then you don't have to talk to me while I'm working oh, I'm just kidding but um yeah what the fuck was I talking about? I don't even remember, dude. Fuck, I'm out of it. I don't even smoke weed yet, dude. I need I need weed. Maybe I should have smoked weed. Uh, World Juniors, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't get to watch them. Right. Uh, there were three games today. Um, we'll go through those quick, and then I just want to take a quick look at the Canadian roster because I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. So I think it'd be fun if we all look through it together. Okay, so day one recap, we had the USA kicking the ever-living shit out of Germany. Five to one. Who didn't see that one coming? And uh, the other big ass-kicking was Finland kicking the ever-living shit out of Latvia, 6-1, to one, who didn't see that one coming. But the one good game that I wouldn't, I'm going to check some highlights out on later because it looked like it was a pretty entertaining game. Uh, Czechia defeated Slovakia 5-4. to four. Uh, I didn't see it, I didn't see right down if that was an overtime or not, but it looked like a really fun back-and-forth game that I wouldn't mind checking out some of the highlights for. So that's generally how I take in a lot of my hockey when I'm working. I do the highlights, do the 9-10 minute highlight package, you know, an hour after the game order, and I get what I need out of it, man. Like, honestly, man, at, at this point, especially this year, after the way that last few seasons have gone, I'm not all in on the regular season for the Leafs uh, right now because I just want playoffs, dude. I don't give a fucking fuck about the goddamn regular season right now. All I care about as a Leaf fan is how we do in the playoffs. And I feel like a lot of us are on that page right now. We're past the, we, we just need to make the playoffs phase. No, we're past that shit now. We're in the, we need to fucking make a run happen, y'all. We need a run desperately or some crazy shit is going to happen, dude. They're going to do crazy things if we do not make it past the first round. Like, Willie will be set off to the sun. John Tavares will be traded for a third and a fucking goalie or something and Muzzin will be named captain, and <laughs> Matthews will will walk, and Marner will want demand a trade, and it's gonna be crazy, man. But uh, no, seriously, if the Leafs do go down in the first round, then I think it's Dubis's job that's gone, and they go with another guy because I don't know, dude. They may even have to like get rid of Shanahan because it's been the Shanna plan, and it hasn't worked yet. And I don't like. We'll look back on it one day once it's all over and we, you know, let a few years pass and we see how all this went. You know, I still go back to when 
we rushed the Lou thing. Like we we rushed Lou out. He still had another year. When we rushed Dubis in because we're scared of losing him, I think that was probably maybe the wrong move to do. I think uh, it would have been better if we just kept Lou. Like, I don't know, convince Dubis. Like, seriously, dude, just fucking wait. You're young. You're going to get this chance. Give Lou his one more year, dude. He has one more year. Like, can you fucking... You've already been waiting. What's another year, dude? Just wait. Just fucking wait. And then Lou could have got all those contracts signed with the young guys, and he's really good at doing that for the most part. Except for that Zaitsev deal. What the fuck was that about? Seven-year deal for Zaitsev? What are you doing? I was so angry when he did that as a Leaf. I was like, you fucking lucky you got rid of him because that was a disaster. What the fuck? Ottawa fans, how are you liking Zaitsev? You liking that? All fucking seven years of it too, eh? Jesus, he's like your second best defenseman. It's wild over there. Um, Yeah, dude, um, that game did look pretty good. Uh, I believe there is some games on tomorrow. If there are, If there is a Canada game, I don't have the fucking schedule on me right here right now. Uh, I can try my best to figure that out for y'all if there is a game tomorrow. Um, I just wanted to look at the uh, Canadian hockey team. Uh, World Juniors. Sorry, I have to look this up because I don't have a producer or anything like that. Does anyone want to be my producer? World World Juniors Canada roster. Fuck yeah. Let's do this shit. Let's take a look at some of these fucking... Oh, there's like like all the teams here. Sweet. I want to look at like... Maybe we'll look at two. Let's see how much time. We're we're at an hour. I don't know how... I haven't really figured out yet how long I want my podcast to be. I had... I finally hit a two-hour mark there uh, on my latest wrestling podcast, which was, like, pretty huge for me. I couldn't believe that I sat there, literally, and just busted out a two-hour podcast, like, right there and then. I will not be doing that again because that was exhausting. Uh, Weirdly, it was exhausting. Like, I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, this is a lot of talking. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue and just do it my old way where I record it throughout the week. You know, I watch, I usually get caught up pretty big on Wednesdays on my wrestling and then catch the rest of the way up on Friday nights. And, uh, yeah, I'll do some recording tomorrow, get my raw and NXT done, however much I get. So it won't be such a daunting task as it was last time. Cause that was a lot, dude. I had to smoke like three bowls to get through that motherfucker. It was crazy. Okay. The Canadian roster. Let's do this. I don't know who the fuck most of these dudes are, bro, but we'll probably figure out who a lot of these guys are soon. I do know some of those names. Joshua Raw. Josh, Joshua Waugh, sorry. Logan Stan, Stan Coven. Riley Kidney. Fucking right, Kidney boy. Let's go, Kidney Bean. That'd be my name for you. Where are you from, homie? Where are you from, dog? I don't know where the fuck that is. Enfield NS? <clears throat> no idea. Tyson Tyson Forrester, okay. Kent Johnson, I've heard of you. Brennan Othman, okay. And here's the big one, y'all. Connor Bedard. So this kid is like the next great player to be coming into the NHL. Apparently the most hyped up prospect since Austin Matthews or McDavid, whatever have you. This kid is supposed to be really, really fucking good. I have not had the pleasure to watch this kid play yet. I am hoping that there will be a game for me to watch, a Canadian game that I can watch, and I can finally get my eyes on Connor Bedard and see what this kid has, because from what I hear, he's legit, dude. He's fucking good. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of teams that are going to be trying to fail for this kid and get him first overall in this draft. 
Uh, apparently, he is a for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, unless something absolutely horrible happens, this kid will be the first overall pick in the 2023 draft. So, I'm excited to see uh, him play. Has anyone out there watched him play? Let me know. What do you think this guy is? Do you think he's going to be better than Matthews? Better than McBaby? Is that even possible? Where do you think this guy lands? Do you think he's going to be a solid 100-point player throughout his career? Or do you think he's not going to be that good? Do you think he's going to you know, not live up to that hype? I, I'd love to know because I don't know a whole lot about this kid yet. Uh, Ridley, Greg, Elliot, Desonier, uh, Zach Ostabchuk, Nathan Gauthier, Mason McTavish, I've heard of you. I think you're with the Ducks, aren't you? I feel like he's with the Ducks. William Dufour, Will Cooley, Damon Hunt, Olen Zellweger, Carson Lambos, I've heard of you. Uh, Lucas Cormier, I believe I've heard of you as well. Donovan Sebrango. Oh, God. Ronan Seeley, Jack Thompson, and Ryan O'Rourke are your forwards and defense. And then in goaltending, we have Sebastian Casa. I've heard of you. I believe that is the goaltender that was taken by the Detroit Red Wings last last draft. He's supposed to be a... I think he was selected in the first round, so we don't see a lot of first-round goalies. So, obviously, this kid's got something going for him. Brett Brochu and Dylan Gar... Garand. Garand. I want to say Garland, but there's no L. Gar and. Gar and. Okay. That's your three goaltenders. I guess that didn't take very long. So let's go take a look at the USA team and see what the hell's going on in there. United States, what's up? Since you guys are the new hot thing going on nowadays. Okay, let's see what we got. Riley Duran, Thomas Bordolo, Frank Nazar. I feel like I've heard that name before. Frank Nazar. Mm, okay don't 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 know dude i'm i'm not good on prospects man like i basically go by whatever the fuck bob mckenzie tells me on his on his prospects thing and actually dude the hockey guy has actually stepped his game up very very much so over the last like two years on his prospects because he gets a lot of really really good information uh online and yeah he does a really good job i learn a lot about prospects from him that's where I got all my information about the, the Leafs prospects that they just drafted. So, yeah, he's a really good one to go check out. Oh, God, what is that name? Mackie Samsokovic. You don't sound like you should be playing for the United States, bro, but whatever. Sasha Pastujov, Matt Coronado, Dominic James, Logan Cooley. I know of this player. He's supposed to be really good. Langdon Slaggart, Red Savage. What a fucking name that is. Red Savage. I love that name. Wow. Brett Berard, Charlie Strammel, Hunter McCown, Carter Mazur, Mazur, Matthew Nyes. Hey, hey, that's our boy, Matty Nyes. He's a Leaf prospect. Oh, buddy. I didn't know you were on the team. Oh, shit. I should, I guess I need to uh, watch those USA highlights and make sure my boy, Matty Nyes, was doing his thing, girl. That's sweet. I didn't know you were on the team. Fuck yeah. That's good. I hope he fucking crushes it, dude. We need that guy on our team this year. Ian Moore, Sean Bearhurst, Wyatt Kaiser, Brock Faber, who just got traded in, um, who, what deal did he get traded in? Was that the, um, Marc-Andre to Minnesota deal? I think he just recently got traded. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Jacob Truscott, Tyler Clevin, Aiden Hurstchuk, Jack Pert, Luke Hughes is in there, the defenseman. Uh, I think he was taken by New Jersey. 
question mark, question mark, question mark. Don't know 100% on that one. And their goalies. Um, Remington Coeppel. Sweet first name, dude. Andrew Oki. Okie dokie. And Caden Mur... Murberecko. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that's all about. Okay. I, heard, I noticed a couple names on there. Let's go and do... Oh, man. It, I can't do all of them, man. I can't do all of them, but I don't want to leave, like... I don't want to leave, like, Sweden and Finland out of it and Czechia. Like, but then if I do all them, then I basically just got to do all of them. So I think I'm just going to fucking stop there. And, um, yeah, I think I'll just I'll just stop there. I'll just do those two teams for now because those are probably the only ones that I'm going to know. And, uh, yeah, dude, I think that's all the notes that I have here for this week. Yes, sir, it is. So uh, not the longest one. I mean, an hour ten, that's pretty decent. I mean, considering it's the off season, yeah. And uh, I don't know how good two-hour, I don't know how into two-hour podcasts that people are. Me, personally, I like really long podcasts. I do four-hour ones. I've listened to six-hour podcasts, you know, that um, uh, the history one. There's like a history one. He uh, has a few of them. Uh, George Carlin has a few of the history ones are really, really long. They're like fucking five, six hours are wicked. And uh, Joe Rogan ones are usually three, four hours, depending on who he has on, two, two to four hours. And uh, most of the hockey ones, I mean, Chicklets is long because they're only doing one episode, so they're always like three hours long. The last one they just released their best of was fucking five hours long. I crushed it. It was a great time if you didn't check that one out. I mean, again, if you guys are listening to this hockey podcast, you've got to be listening to Chicklets, right? I mean, if you're not, don't stop listening to this one, but make sure you go check out Chicklets because it's unreal. And um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, an hour, hour and 10 minutes is pretty decent considering it's the off season. There's not a whole lot of hockey news going on. More of it's just ru- a lot more rumors. And But it's. I'm happy that we have the World Juniors going on. Honest to God, I don't watch the World Juniors very often because it's always rather, A, it's really early in the fucking morning or it's really awkwardly timed. Um... Yeah, dude, I don't usually get a whole lot of the World Juniors in, sadly. I, I enjoy, I like I like it. I have nothing against it. It's just, don't usually have the time, man. I just, I don't have a lot of time. Busy guy, I work. I'm making all these podcasts for you and recording Let's Plays. And on top of that, I'm going to be starting a new Let's Play soon. I haven't decided which game it is going to be just yet. I have, a, like, five of them. I just need to pick one, which one I want to do. Um... Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, both remakes. Um, what's the... I had it. Uh, fuck. Disco Elysium. And uh, there's a couple of the dark uh, anthology picture games that I wanted to do. Uh, Man of Dan and my wife and I just finished little hope which we both enjoyed pretty well so i would do either one of those so if any of you gaming people out there uh that listen to my gamer cast and you enjoy that and you're also listening to the hockey cast hey thank you you're a beauty and um let me know if you guys want me like if any of those games that i just listed off sound really good you know i'm i don't care which one i play i just know i want to do one of those i just don't know if people are going to get burned out on resident evil but um i'm on a i'm addicted like i am i'm i just i beat seven a few days ago and i'm ready to go back in for you know more resident evil i want to do uh, the second half of resident evil 2 and i want to get into three so then i can get to village because i want to do those two games before i do village because that's just how it is i mean i don't own village yet so 
yeah, I gotta do, I gotta finish two, especially because I haven't even beaten the second half of the game. I just did the first half, and I'm like, that's good for me. I can't handle any more of that, but yeah, I think I'm getting a little bit better. I did just recently the video that I'm uploading right at this moment. I did scream like a girl in it, so uh, go ahead and go over there and check out that video because it's pretty fun. I actually took some shrooms and played a little bit of Resident Evil. Uh, so yeah, it, it, I didn't get too crazy. I didn't like have a full trip playing because I was just kind of I took them and I was like oh I need to kill like an hour before these things really kick off so I decided I was going to record some Resident Evil so like the last two or three videos that are going up are going to be like me kind of like ramping up on my shrooms and then yeah I go off and watch the fucking Matrix for the first time all the way through and it was unreal but um yeah, so thanks everybody for watching along. Thank all you guys uh, for sticking around with this podcast. I'm, I'm really happy. Uh, sadly, we lost a couple followers, but they may have not have been real. I have no idea. So if you're not following along with this podcast and you're enjoying it, make sure you give me a little follow. It really just gives me a big old confidence boost. It makes me really happy to know that uh, what I'm putting out there is being listened to and, and people are digging it and it's just nice. And But even if you don't, it's okay because I just sit there and listen to myself. My wife was making fun of me the other day because I'm sitting there playing video games and I'm just listening to my Resident Evil podcast that I uploaded because that's basically my way of editing I just throw them up there and then I listen to them which sounds insane but you know I do what I do my thing man I just throw it up there and um yeah I'll listen to it and I'll listen and see if I catch things like I know I say um a lot I say God and Jesus a lot I not even religious. Yes, I was baptized and I went to Christian school for Catholic school for half of my school life and then switched over to public school. But um, yeah, I don't know why I do that. I just I think it's because I'm playing a scary game. I don't know why that happens. Um, there's an um, so there's that. There's that. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of ums because I'm trying to finish this. There's nothing left, dude. So we got to finish this. Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's go. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for watching along. Uh, if I missed anything, hit me up on Twitter. All the links are going to be down below. You can follow me on Twitter. And like I said, man, even if you're not a Twitter guy, I'm not a Twitter guy. But if you like this podcast, man, you get a lot of inside information on that Twitter feed. So uh, make sure you follow along. You get inside scoops on what podcasts are coming up, what games I'm playing, what games I beat. Fucking all... I. Uh, retweet big news that's going on. So, yeah, if you want a little... I also upload, like, really random I, I call it, they're my sound checks that I do for Resident Evil so when I start recording I do a, a check to make sure all my equipment's working and uh, I usually just if it's I usually just say some stupid shit like stuff like that throw it up on on Twitter usually gets a laugh or two so there's that you know I'm a weird fucking guy man so like I said I'm down in my basement talking to myself so yeah, I think I'm going to go smoke some weed. I need some weed, dog. I got to go smoke some weed. Okay, everybody. I hope y'all are out there having a great week. I hope this podcast helps your week. Whatever it is, you're having a bad time. I hope it makes it just a little bit better, man. Um, I hope my voice <laughs> brings you joy. I don't, I've never been complimented on my voice before, so I don't even know if it's good, dude. I've been listening to myself talk for fucking 10 years on YouTube and shit, so it's fucking void to me i'm deaf to it so if i sound like shit i'm sorry and um regardless hope your week's going well i hope you guys are enjoying yourselves with this podcast hope you're following along liking it 
Uh, we're up over 150 uh, downloads now, so we're crushing it. We're doing well, nice and nice and consistent. I'm really liking it. If I had to say anything, I would like my wrestling podcast to get a little bit more love because they're not getting the the equal love that the other podcasts are getting. But I totally understand it, man. Uh, not everybody's into wrestling, and uh, I think this podcast is definitely definitely you know with the name you know hockey plus cast hockey in the name. Uh, but I did put wrestling and gaming in my little picture that I made in fucking three minutes. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry for rambling for an extra ten minutes or whatever. I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, make sure you're looking out for uh, more content, more podcasts coming this Saturday and Sunday. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be rocking, y'all. I'm going to have to record some more of this shit. So uh, stay tuned. Bye-bye. <laughs>